Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. True Crime Today. Nick Carter back in the news with accusations stemming from 2001, a person known as the Torso Killer. That's a good title. Pled guilty to killing a New York dance instructor and confessed to four more and Michael Avenatti going to jail for 14 years. All of that on today's episode. Oh. Lock your doors and hide your children. Welcome to the program. Be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You don't miss any episodes of the show. We greatly appreciate that. And you can even get a commercial free, get access to the archive, advanced episodes, and more through Apple Podcasts. Uh, Just uh, find our channel there, press subscribe, and you can try it for three days free. And uh, then really make sure you love it. Get access to all that stuff ad-free. Uh, when you become a premium subscriber over there. We greatly appreciate that. Tony and Stacy Cole with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. Our stories today are, are just, they're ranging from, oh, wow, to holy shit. It's amazing how quickly things can change for people and, and people yeah. that are viewed in one way and then within the course of a year or less or longer, uh, just complete... Um, chaos and destruction of of lives. Uh, I'm looking at like Michael Avenatti. I mean, a couple of years ago, he was talking about running for president because everybody yeah. was so they jumped on his bandwagon, and he always felt like a slick used car salesman that you know could easily put on a toupee and sell you a Focus from '98. Uh, uh, but he, uh, yeah, 14 years for tax fraud and stealing millions of dollars from clients. Unreal. Um, so that's, uh, and he's been involved in so many things. I didn't realize until like started kind of digging into him. He was the folk, he was on some documentary. I forget what it was the other day um, about some case from 15, 20 years ago. He had his hands in that cookie jar. And Nick Carter um, ended up, I think it was Disney that pulled the plug. They had produced and created a Backstreet Boys uh, Christmas special of this year. And uh, they're not going to air it now after these uh, new allegations have arisen. How would you like to be the rest of the Backstreet Boys? You know, you're relying on on this money to be coming in and ah, screw it. We're done. We can't we can't air that because of this. At, at some point, I mean, it, this is not the first time he's had allegations against him. So either. Really? Yeah. So either everybody believes in him and that it's bullshit and, and it may be bullshit uh, you know, people do have, you know, I think sometimes in the world of celebrity, once someone makes one allegation against somebody, um, if it's real, then you get a, a, a corticopia of them coming in and then you, get, you really can't argue with the numbers. But if there's one here and then maybe several years later, like another one kind of trickles in, um, I don't know how legit they are. Sometimes it's just people trying to get money. Uh, and that does happen, folks. It's not every time somebody says something, it's 100% real. It should be investigated. It should be looked at. People should not be crucified until we know, is this real or not? 
because there's right. many a people that are evil and don't give a shit about ruining someone's life and they want the money and they want the attention. So I don't know. I'm not saying this is true or not. I don't know, but we'll talk about the story uh, in a little bit. And, and we'll even talk a little bit about Aaron Carter who recently uh, passed. I was his just going to ask that. That was his brother, right? <clears throat> yeah. And, and his brother, um, interesting character there obviously suffered from some, uh, some mental illness going on. But I, I think even behind that, he had some interesting things to say about the industry. And there truly is an insanely dark side to the music oh, yeah. industry. The entertainment industry had a lot of good points to make. And a lot of times when people do start speaking up about that industry, they're made to look completely crazy. And I think sometimes, you know, they are already suffering with something. And then everything just goes, well, they're crazy. Look at this. Look at this. Like, yeah, there's probably some mental illness going on that needs some help, but that doesn't necessarily discount all this, the stuff they're trying to to bring to the light either. And that's usually what is is just focused on is, oh, they're crazy. Look at Michael Jackson. I mean, look at Kanye. Yeah. They're, yeah, certainly there's mental illness going on. Uh, or there was on each of them or is going on on each of them, but it doesn't always completely discount every single thing that they say or do. Sometimes we need to look at some of those things a little closer because uh, sometimes people are done and they are ready to speak out and there's plenty of people who don't want you to speak out. And if you have that sort of a platform, they'll crucify you. Yeah. Do you think there's something to it that to be in, you know, say Hollywood, uh, show business, that kind of thing, that you do have to be like half a bubble off, that you that something mentally isn't quite right or do you think that we just see them on the on the stage the world stage and there's just a number of people that have mental illness in the world and we just happen to see them i think it's a little bit of both i mean i think ev almost everyone has a little bit of something going on um mm -hmm. and some people recognize it and go hey i i don't like this part of me uh i'm not just gonna say this is me deal with it and and they try and and find ways to live happier lives um so, but yeah i mean i it, it takes a special type of individual uh and i'm not saying that in a sarcastic or mean way but it does take a, a special type of individual to want to lead that life of of being in the spotlight all the time and, oh it's great you make money yeah it, it's also a fucking crazy land too and, yeah. if, and if you already have, I think, an underlying mental condition that you may not even know about, that will exacerbate it a hundred times because it's a crazy fucking world that you're going into. And mm -hmm. and yeah, it will it will make it worse unless you are very careful and, and get the, the care that you need because it's unlike anything in normal life. And you can't relate to many people other than those who have been in there. And a lot of people you're relating to. You're just hoping you're able to to relate to someone that has their shit together to help kind of guide you through that. And I don't think there's a lot of it. It's it's kind of a bubble that you're trying to navigate for yourself. And when you're flush with money, uh, things can go bad pretty quick, I think, as we've seen a gazillion times in uh, music and in Hollywood. Yeah, it's scary stuff. It is. But I mean, I mean that, that's, that I think is the difference sometimes. Uh, you know, individuals who are not ripely flush with money there's less damage that they can do financially or, you know, just however, you know, by the means that they have 
uh, than someone who is flush with money. And you can do a lot more damage with money sometimes than someone who who doesn't. So it, it just it creates a, a much louder speaker of uh, whatever is going on for that individual than someone who doesn't have those resources. Oh, shit. Take a, like you said, take a look at Kanye. I mean, mm-hmm. that man from the outside looking in has everything. Oh, yeah. And yet he is chipping away at it with a sledgehammer right now. It's it's not. I don't know if the, the, the within the land of, oh, it's art. It's not fucking art anymore. Like, what the no. fuck are you doing? You're wearing a black mask on Alex Jones show and you bring in someone who's known as a anti-Semite and yeah. you're making anti-Semitic statements. I, I get people trying to be shocking, but holy shit. I mean, Michael Jackson's just started rumors about him being in a hyperbaric chamber. And then of course all the kids stuff started kind of coming out and being very fucking bizarre. Uh, but going against like races of people, that's a new one to, for a mega star to start doing. I mean, yeah, and it's gotten traction. That's the the terrifying part. Torso killer. He's pled guilty to killing a New York dance instructor and confessed to four more. This is an old man now. Uh, Jesus. This is a new Grandpa. Jer- yeah, I mean, he looks kind of like the mole Santa. He could probably pull it off, quite honestly. Yes, he does. Uh, he's uh, known as the torso killer, pled guilty uh, to killing a 23-year-old teacher in 1968. Uh, oh. He's been known as that, pled guilty. Uh, according to the Nassau County District Attorney's Office, he's 76, Richard Cottingham. This is from People. who's currently serving a life sentence without parole in a New Jersey state prison for killing six young women between 67 and 80, confessed to the 1968 slaying of Diane Cusick. Cusick's murder was, uh, he was sentenced to 25 years to life. Cunningham, who was also known as the Times Square Killer, admitted to killing four additional women between 72 and 73 because he'll live out the rest of his days behind bars due to prior murder convictions. The DA agreed not to prosecute him for the slayings of the four other victims, 21-year-old Mary Beth Hines, 23-year-old Levine Moy, 33-year-old Shelma Hyman, and 18-year-old Maria Marita uh, Rosado uh, Neves. Uh, D.A. Anti Donnelly said in a statement Monday, serial killer Richard, Richard Cunningham has caused irreparable harm to so many people and so many families. Today, he took responsibility for the murder of five young women here in Nassau County between 68 and 73. He overpowered, assaulted, brutally murdered them to satisfy his craven desires. Thankfully, he will spend the rest of his life in prison where he belongs. No, he, be- he belongs in the ground. He doesn't belong yeah, he does. someplace where the taxpayers are feeding him. According yeah. to the release on February 16th of 68, Kusick, a dance instructor in Oceanside, New York, told her family she was going to the Green Acres Mall to buy a pair of dance shoes. She never returned home. The next morning, her parents found oh. her body in the backseat of her car in the mall parking lot. The release reads, her mouth was taped shut and her hands were bound. Kusick was strangled to death, according to authorities. In 2021, DNA evidence from the case was retested, and in 2022, authorities were able to match DNA to Cottingham. During that time, Cottingham also admitted to the murder of Hines, Moy, Hyman, and Neves. 72, the body of Hines was discovered strangled to death, floating face down in a muddy stream in a wooded area of Rockville Center, New York. According to the release, she suffered from multiple scrapes and bruises to the face and neck. In July of 72, Moy's body was found in the same area as Hines. Authorities said she, too, was strangled to death. 
year later in 73, Hyman was discovered fatally bludgeoned in North Woodmere, New York. Uh, in a bathroom, she suffered from a broken jaw and cuts to her neck and face. And in 73, Neves was found dead in a weekend, uh, a weeded area, rather, of Jones Beach, New York. She was strangled to death and her body was covered in plastic bags per the release. Richard Cunningham killed who he wanted, when he wanted, because he's a serial killer. Donnelly said at a news conference, according to the New York Times, that is what he is. I, I get, like, let's not waste the money on prosecuting somebody who's it's not going to change the outcome of their life. They're already in jail. They're never getting out. But as for the families though, I guess I've never been in the situation as a family member who had something like this happen to them. So for me to say, but what about that? Don't they need some closure? Wouldn't that be good for them? I don't know. I don't, I mean that many years ago, you may, yeah. you've likely moved on with your life. If you're still around, you're probably getting up there. Um, and maybe you don't want to go relive one of the worst years of your life uh, in a courtroom with this guy. Maybe it is easier just to say, I don't want to put myself through that again. He's already gone. Fuck it. Maybe you do. Maybe you, I mean, it probably depends on the individual. It's probably not a, you know, across the board thing of let's just let this, let him die in jail. Others may say I want to fucking push, you know, and and see him get, blame you know in a courtroom and and take accountability there not just a confession and we're not going to do anything i think really the ultimate more so would be you know tie him to a chair and give everybody hot branding pokers and say Ooh. have fun <laughs> it's like Ooh. he's not going to jail but guess what you get to do on thursday <laughs> you know i, I think you know that- i kind of like the eye for an eye thing from the Bible, you know, yeah. um, some of his victims suffered a broken jaw and cuts to the neck and face. Well, Guess here's what? a knife. Yeah. You know, and that sounds horrible. I, and that That's a horrible thing for a, a human to say about another human being. But it's kind of what happens in the animal world, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it does. And I, I I've never I, I'm somebody who's never been in a fight in my life or physically <laughs> um, done anything to anyone ever. Um, I mean, even in high school, never been in a fight, never, but I went with people like this. I'd have no fucking problem. Uh, Honestly, if, if someone did something like this to my, a family member of mine and they were in Mm -hmm. jail and they, they said, Hey, you know what? We have a new form of justice. Uh, you get to release the, the snakes into the room that he has to sleep in for the night. Yeah. Right. And you can, uh, you can throw this, uh, this sticky food that they like all over his body. I'd, oh, be the, I'd be the first to fucking do it. Uh, any sort of archaic, horrible, uh, let's make this person suffer for the horrible shit that they did to someone. I'm all about it. If I was that connected, at least I think I would be uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm very justice oriented. So it's if, uh, if you've done something horrible, I'm all about you suffering that pain as well. But I also I worry about the trauma that you feel, you know, as you're drifting off to sleep and, and you've released a whole bunch of water moccasins on somebody, (laughs) you know, are you going to lie in bed going, Oh my God, I've created a monster in myself. Yeah. You do have to consider that too. It's easy just to get riled up and be like, yes, water moccasins, you know, and you know, let's, let's have him lay there naked and, and pour the, uh, the, the water moccasin food on his private parts. That I think would be a fun thing to do to someone that's horrible. I like don't that. have much of a problem with it. I just 
just worry, would there be trauma to yourself for the yeah. innocent person afterwards? You're, yeah, you're absolutely. Gonna, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and <gasps> water moccasins. I don't know. Oh, don't, God. Or, or would you wake up in the middle of the night and go, water moccasins? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Do Maybe you, it's that yeah. whole idea of video yeah. like, games. Uh, you're... You're desensitizing yourself. You know, immune to it now. It's no big deal. You end up lowering Mm -hmm. yourself to that level. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I agree. I think it is. And I, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I think it would take. uh, Oh, but it's so fun to think about. It really kind of is. It's that should be like a card game. Like, how would you kill someone if they did this to you? And you, it's kind of like uh, 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 Cards Against Humanity almost. (laughs) But it's, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Cards against serial killers, <laughs> and everybody. Uh, comes, I think that'd be great. Comes up with the best way of of getting rid of the serial killer. There's an idea. Come up with a lot of ideas on this show. It's kind of funny. I know we uh, really need to trademark some of these things. I want to make a card game like that. <laughs> Would Target sell it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, considering <laughs> nothing the, is off limits. Considering some of the cards that are in uh, that. Uh, like in Cards Against Humanity. Let's talk about Nick Carter um, and a new accusation against him. So much so that uh, whatever network it was dropped the Backstreet Boys Christmas special. Um, this uh, story here uh, coming uh, from True Crime Daily. 39-year-old woman filed a civil lawsuit. I love the Backstreet Boys. It breaks my heart. Backstreet's back all right. Nick Carter, former Backstreet Boys frontman, for allegedly raping her when she was 17 years old and giving her a sexually transmitted infection. On Thursday, December 8th, the alleged victim Shannon mm-hmm. Shea Ruth and her attorney Mark Boxovich announced the allegations against Carter when uh, the claim occurred 21 years ago. According to Boscovich, in February of 2001, Ruth attended a Backstreet Boys concert in Tacoma, Washington and joined the autograph line after the show. She reportedly met Carter while in the line, and he allegedly invited her back to the tour bus. Carter supposedly offered Ruth a funny-tasting beverage, which allegedly he called VIP juice. VIP juice. Ew. (laughs) Sounds kind of Cosby-ish to me. After drinking the juice, Carter allegedly took Ruth to the bathroom in the tour bus and told her to get on her knees. Carter reportedly exposed himself and made Shay perform sexual acts on him, even though she was uh, under duress. Then he allegedly took her to the bed on the bus and raped her. Boscovich said Ruth was a virgin at the time and uh, allegedly told Carter over and over again to stop. When she protested, he allegedly pushed her on the bed and bruised her arm. At one point, he allegedly called Ruth a uh, retarded little bitch. Oh, my God. Ruth is autistic and has (gasps) a mild case of cerebral palsy. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Which makes this all the more insane. Uh, And I'm not saying guilty, not guilty, but makes it, if this is real, holy shit. Uh, Ruth later learned that she had been infected with HPV, a sexually transmitted infection that can sometimes lead to cancer. Boscovich said he spoke with other people who had allegedly been assaulted by Carter, and those victims also live with HPV. Carter allegedly threatened Ruth and told her she would go to jail if she ever (gasps) told anybody about uh, reporting this, Ruth also spoke at the press conference and said at least 21 years have been filled with pain, confusion, frustration, shame, self-harm, and it's a, a direct result of Nick Carter raping me. She uh, revealed in an, uh, she revealed she engaged in self-harm after the alleged assault uh, started, cutting herself because she felt like I had nowhere to turn. So no way to express my emotions except by hurting myself. 
Ruth said toward the end of the speech, no celebrity is above the law. Carter took away my childhood and innocence, but he cannot and will not take away my strength or my truth. I'm a survivor and always will be. Carter denied the allegations against him. According to CNN, his attorney said in a statement, the claim about an incident that supposedly took place more than 20 years ago is not only legally meritless, but also entirely untrue. Unfortunately for several years now, Miss Ruth has been manipulated into making false allegations about Nick, and those allegations have changed repeatedly and materially over time. Backstreet Boys special was reportedly scheduled to air on ABC December 14th, that's this week, but was pulled amid the lawsuit. Uh, Boscovich said the civil lawsuit is seeking punitive damages and damages to compensate for her harm. So I, this ain't I, the first I, time oh allegations God. have come against him. I, I, I'm so speechless about this. I, there, there's okay. First of all, there's something horrible about somebody who takes advantage of another human being and rapes them. Okay. Yeah. Then you take it even a step further. And this is an autistic. Oh my, oh my God. I, how old was she at the time? So this was 2001. 17. So we, <gasps> so, so we had just started playing music from the album black and blue at 95.5 WIFC together. Um, so that oh was God, around totally. that time. So he knew for him to have called her a quote, I hate this word, but quote, a retarded little bitch, unquote. He knew that she had some form of, oh my, oh my God. So not only was he going to rape a woman, he was going to rape somebody who was mentally challenged. Yes. You piece of motherfucking shit. If this is real, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm beginning to think it is. You are a piece of shit, and you need to go hang with the torso killer and have have him take care of you. Call the water moccasins. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, it's, it's an allegation. Um, it it hasn't been proved, but if it is real, on that note, yeah. In uh, 2018, Melissa Schumann, a former member of the girl band Dream, remember playing Dream? He loves you. He loves you not. Was there? I think. One of their only hits. This is around the same time period of this being a hit. This is when when I was there too. Uh, Weren't they hanging out together as groups? Didn't they kind of hang with each other? It was kind of, I believe it was one of those groups that was put together by Lou Pearlman. Um, yeah. where he was manufacturing groups, basically, like NSYNC and that. Yeah. Uh, a former member of the girl band Dream publicly claimed Carter forced her to have sex against my will when she was 22, or when he was 22 and she was 18. Carter denied that allegation as well. I, and there's been rumblings of things over the years, um, allegations from three... Uh, Ruth's complaint includes allegations from three other Jane Doe's, including a 15-year-old who say also say Carter sexually assaulted them and infected them with HPV. All four women said Carter provided them with alcohol before the arrests. He also, at that time, uh, was dealing with alcohol and drug abuse, which was very publicly uh, discussed on the Ellen DeGeneres show years ago. Um, again, I'm not saying that for that's any sort of excuse but it right. also makes someone who's already has proclivities to do horrible shit, I guess, more, not more able, but I guess in their their mindset, it, it, it enables them to, to have even less judgment when doing horrible shit to other people. Ugh. So I don't know. I, I, I think 
there's a lot of allegations against this guy. When there's smoke, there's usually some sort of fire. Yeah. How much fire is there? Your guess is as good as mine. These are allegations from nearly 20 years ago. They could very well be completely true. They could also very well be false. We don't know. But there's a lot of things that kind of tie these allegations together and everybody getting HPV and everybody being able to say and have good recollections and accounts of similar type things and places and his parts uh, leads to, to believe maybe there's some uh, some validity to this sort of stuff. But it you is know, I wonder with that HPV, it makes me wonder, can they do a DNA analysis of that specific strain of the HPV and link it back to him? That's an interesting question. Like does HPV, once you have it, is there pieces like does it become a unique version of hpv genetically to that person is there dna with it i don't know yeah. the answer to that i don't have no idea i don't either but i i wonder if there is a way to somehow i mean because doesn't it have to have his his dna i i dna in it for him to transmit it well, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, I, again, I'm not, I have no idea. I would imagine there would certainly be DNA at the moment of this sort of thing happening. And for a little while after like a rape kit or something, had it been done, may be able to identify that with DNA. Right. Uh, but all these years later, does the, does the HPV that now resides in these people? I don't, I know no other way to say that. Um, yeah. Uh, does that still have a trace of him? I, I would, my guess would be no. I mean, I, you know, diseases, colds and everything that go from one person to another. I, I don't believe our DNA is transferring to someone else. And this is a disease of some sort. So I would imagine mm -hmm. the disease keeps its own structure. Um, but at the time, yeah, I mean, you could uh, have looked at that. I would think just there'd be DNA there, but not necessarily, I think, because of the HPV. Interesting. It'd be, there's got to be some sort of a DNA way to to connect all these people to him. I would imagine if if no, there was I ever would... a way that the he need if he could be tested for it, and it, I don't know how many everything seems to have a lot of different types of strains. So I would wonder if the strain mm -hmm. could match up and go. Yes, you have the same strain that he has. Doesn't mean it's his DNA, but it's the same strain that he had. Now you have. That would be interesting. But I think this being a civil case, I don't know that you can have someone do that. Um, well, and I don't think it ties, you know, okay, maybe you do have the same exact strain. It means that you've been sexually intimate with this person, yeah. but it doesn't prove that you were raped. It just yeah. means that you were in close contact. So does it prove anything? No, I guess not. Yeah. I mean, his own brother was uh, Nick Carter, not Nick, was uh, his brother uh, who recently passed. Um, Aaron. Aaron Carter. Yeah. He, at the end, was making a lot of YouTube videos and, yep, Aaron. And, and really speaking out against a lot of the horrible shit that goes on in Hollywood and in the music industry. Um, and he had his own mental health issues and substance abuse issues as well which everybody then just goes, well, that's because he's, you know, he's a drug addict or this or that. And then everything he says is thrown out. But he made accusations against his brother as well and called him a rapist and such on camera. Um, and that's pretty fucked up when your own brother calls you out for yeah. shit. 
And, 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 but Nick was always saying, I'm by his side. You know, he's not well. And, and that, and that's the weird thing. I mean, you, you could look at, and you can go down a whole conspiracy road with this case, uh, or Nick Carter and Aaron Carter of, you know, is, was Aaron that crazy or was it more so the, the crazy horrible one was, you know, making others, you know, feel that he's the good one and he's standing by his brother who's not doing well mentally and making him look crazier than he actually was. Mm-hmm. Like maybe because some of the things and the allegations that come out, some are so shocking in the world of music and Hollywood that many people, number one, they don't want to believe it's real because it taints their image of the people that they love. So that's a, a road to go down. I mean, look how long Cosby was still packing arenas after the allegations came out. Now I don't oh, think no kidding. Know, people still to this day, I see online going, I support bill no matter what. Fuck you. All. It's like, then you're an idiot. Then you're just an idiot. I, whatever. Um, but it, it does make you wonder sometimes how many people then get painted as being crazy by those who are actually some of the biggest uh, predators that exist far beyond what, um, may have happened with uh, another person uh, not to excuse anyone's actions, but are the biggest perpetrators sitting in plain sight. And they're the ones that look like they're being so philanthropic and supportive of people who need some help. And in reality, yeah. it's like, look what they're really doing kids. I mean, fuck, we've already seen it come out. Uh, how many times now in the last many a years? I mean, Way too many. That's how many, I, I mean, mean, it's frightening. Yeah. I mean, Cosby and, um, I'm just trying to think of all the people that we've pulled the curtain back on. And it's like, oh, holy well, the shit. Michael Jackson one just destroyed me. Um, Cosby destroyed me as well. I mean, I know that sounds dramatic, but, you know, we grew up with these people and we idolized them. Um, I, I had posters of Michael Jackson on my wall. I listened to him constantly. And, you know, that's a whole other situation. He was R. fucked Kelly. up from the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Um, yep. I mean, there, there's so many things which are like, it'd be really, it's funny when you look back or listen to things from years ago before all these things came out and just like, oh, hey, Bill Cosby's going to be performing at this center. Isn't that going to be fun? And this or that, or Michael Jackson or whatever, insert yeah. person here. And just how we thought of so many people, but then it kind of comes out and it's like, holy shit. So. Yeah, we put them on a pedestal and then and then they fall off. And not only do they fall off, but they absolutely implode. Yeah. And it's painful. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's allegations, uh, interesting allegations. If I were in the Backstreet Boys, I would think the other Backstreet Boys should probably be having a discussion of should we keep him in the band? Is he the lead on a lot of songs? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I was, I mean, I was a big Backstreet Boys fan, but I couldn't tell you who was singing. I, they uh, all were in my mind. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not sure. The same with that group. They, they really kind of did move the leads around a lot more so than NSYNC. A lot of NSYNC was uh, Justin Timberlake um, as lead. I don't, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I know I like AJ's. Brian Latrell seems to be the, uh, the lead singer. Okay. So, I think you could remove him and still tour as Backstreet Boys because one of them even left for a while and then came back. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't believe mm-hmm. it was Nick though. So was it Howie? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. I, Howie I, or AJ? I don't know. At I, one point, I just know I had to 
because I have posters of all the Backstreet Boys behind my bed. And I knew at one point I had to take one down um, when they were out of the group. And then, <laughs> I, then I and then I brought it back. And so that, now that <laughs> it's the full set right now, but I'm probably going to take Nick down after this episode because uh, please do. <laughs> yeah, please, please. You need to take that one down just just until, you know, if he gets cleared, you can put it back up. Okay? It, was, it was a lot of explaining to my fiance when she first came over and it's like, why do you have Backstreet Boys pictures behind your bed? I just yeah. look, they're a great group and there's uh and I have a giant one on the wall. It's, it's actually done in um, canvas and it's, it's a huge, it's like a, like a three by eight canvas uh, and it's the George Michael faith uh, album. It's he's holding the cross there with a leather jacket. And then uh, on the other wall, I have um, uh, bad. I have the bad uh, giant one of that. So, And I have a waterbed and I have, 20 water moccasins in my room in a tank that are just pets. Uh, well, I got to tell you, I do. As far as George Michael, I have done a deep dive into him in the last probably three months. And I realize he's dead. He's no longer putting out music. I he's get one that. of my favorite singers of all time. And I'm not joking. I even said the other night I was cleaning out my uh, closet and getting rid of a bunch of shit. And I just listened to like greatest hits for an hour. Yes. Oh my God. So I just, I just subscribed to Apple music. I know I'm really late to the party, but I've been doing like Napster and Amazon. I decided to finally <laughs> go into Napster. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that even a thing? Anymore? Well, I think it still is. Yeah. It's called something else, but I refuse to change. I still call it Napster. I've been using LimeWire a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Napster is still out there. And I like it to is, use Winamp. I use, I use a lot of Winamp to play my MP3. Well, yeah, no shit. But George Michael, I had no idea just how deep his catalog goes. Yeah. He he was a rapper. He he was amazing. And some oh, yeah. of his stuff is just, it feels like it was put out last week. And I listened yeah. to it. Probably I listened to maybe 20 or 30 songs of his mm -hmm. on rotation. And I'm not joking. Um, when my year end thing came up of, of what I played the most, it was all George Michael. I am yeah. absolutely enamored with his catalog. He did. He had, yeah, it, it's, his music stands up to time and it's so good, especially the stuff that was never on the radio. Um, yes, that's I, the best stuff. I love so much of it. And, and he was such a, a philanthropic person, gave most of his money away uh, to people that didn't even know the money was coming from George Michael, but helping people that he knew uh, through medical bills or this or that or giving to wow. giving back really a wonderful human being, a man who certainly had his struggles with drugs and alcohol, mm -hmm. but um, really was a great, a great person. And, and his heart was in the right so place. So talented. I mean, yeah, I mean, just, I, I, you know, it kind of became a joke for a little while where everybody's like looking back at eighties music and wham or this or that. But you look at his catalog today and listen to it. It's like, Holy shit. Like this was a fucking genius artist and just so good. Um, uh, his just groundbreaking, his version of Bonnie Raitt's song. I, I yes, can't make you love me. I can't me. make you love me. That is, it's better than Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I, like I said, I have just been enamored with it. I cannot yeah. believe that, that I didn't realize this until now. Yeah. He's fucking great. But so, I mean, I, I know I threw him in there, but it was more so like artists. It wasn't insinuating George Michael had anything bad that he did. I was just for the absurdity of what's on my wall. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. 
All right, that's going to wrap up today's episode of True Crime Today. Uh, if you like the program, please uh, keep us on the air. Become a supporter on Apple Podcasts. There, you can get access to all of our episodes, advanced episodes, uh, and all of it commercial-free. Try it free for three days. Uh, you also get access to commercial-free episodes of uh, our other podcast that's active right now, For Killed for What, the University of Idaho Murders podcast, where we focus on that case almost daily with breaking updates and uh, informed conversation with really interesting people. Had a great interview earlier in the week with a former FBI CIA agent that really uh, shed some light on the inner workings. Check it out on Apple Podcasts. Lock your doors and hide.